0: Ew, gotta get rid of this old Backstreet Boys t-shirt. Tell me why. Because it stinks, boys. Tell me why. I've washed it so many times, but the odor won't come out. Tell me why. No, you tell me why I can't get rid of this odor. Have you tried Downy, Rinse and Refresh? It doesn't just cover up odors. It helps remove them. Wow, it worked, guys. Yeah, yeah.
1: Downey rinse and refresh removes more odor in one wash than the leading value detergent in three washes. Find it wherever you buy laundry products.
0: On the fan.
2: Good evening and welcome to Vikings Rewind on KFAN and the Minnesota Vikings Radio Network. Vikings Rewind is presented by Omni Viking Lakes. And you can book your stay today. Just go to OmniHotels.com/slash Viking Lakes. I'm Nordo from nine to noon. How you doing? Recapping yesterday's Vikings game, and it is four in a row. For Kevin O'Connell in the Minnesota Vikings, they beat the Atlanta Falcons yesterday, thirty-one to twenty-eight. They now improve to five and four through nine games, and this is the first time that they've had a winning record in twenty twenty-three. So, from all those fumbles and weird losses, starting out zero and three, they go four and one through October, and they find their way to victory on the road in Atlanta yesterday. And it was a game that started with a fifth-round rookie in Jaron Hall under center for the Vikings. And it ended with an, a recently acquired quarterback, Joshua Dobbs, who barely knew anybody's name, didn't know most of the plays, and he found uh, his way uh, to victory, found uh, this team's way to victory. It's unbelievable, some of the things. It's nothing if not always entertaining uh, for a team very much in the NFC playoff race, a wild-card team the Vikings currently are at 5-4. and four. Next up, the New Orleans Saints. Uh, Some injury concerns and things that took place yesterday. Uh, I'm going to play back on the other side of this next segment. uh, A nice portion of Kevin O'Connell's press conference with the media from earlier this afternoon. Highlighting and and getting some updates on some of the players that were nicked up yesterday. Hey, Justin Jefferson's able to come off IR and maybe start practicing and playing again. Even as soon as this weekend against the Saints. Is that going to happen? You're going to hear some updates and some conversation and clarity there from the head coach. Uh, but first, in what is just yet another weird one, the Minnesota Vikings and the Atlanta Falcons yesterday. Let's rewind to the action. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings defense gets to start yesterday as they get on the field. And they force uh, a seven-play, 22-yard drive that ends in a punt. So we like the way that started. And then it's time for Jaron Hall. Jaron Hall comes in. Tough spot for him last week against Green Bay after the unfortunate Achilles injury to Kirk. He gets a couple of series. There's a strip sack in the mix. Cool third down conversion on his next possession uh, to TJ Hawkinson. So you, you didn't like some things, you liked some things, but now he's had an entire week to start. Well, Vikings offense goes three and out. Uh, the Falcons would respond, a five-play, 34-yard drive. Nice, long connection from Taylor Heineke, the former Viking. There were all sorts of connections and backup QBs in the mix yesterday. Former Viking never took a snap in a game, but certainly a member of the team for a couple of seasons, 2015 and 2016. Taylor Heineke hits Kaderil Hodge, and uh, they settle for a way Coup 50-plus-yard field goal, 52-yarder, that makes it 3 nothing halfway through the first quarter now second possession jaron hall still under center it's nine plays it's 74 yards and a couple of nice connections too johnny munt with a catch and run and alexander madison for nearly 50 jaron hall with an empty backfield four man rush he's gonna fade one right caught
1: to the 35 30 angles to the left and is taken down inside the 20, Alexander Madison with a long catch and run, 49
2: yards, first down for the Vikings. Vikings offense is moving, and Jaron Hall is orchestrating all of it. Later in the drive, they get a first and goal at the one, then they move backwards, still having trouble running the ball inside the five, the Vikings offense is, and it's third down, Jaron Hall is trying to close the deal with his legs, and for the second time in two games, tragedy strikes the quarterback position. Hall, shotgun, three receivers
1: left, two right Takes the snap Four man rush, Hall steps up, looking to run Pedal to the metal, leap for the end zone And he came up short He got smacked at the goal line Jaron Hall, slow to get up, and many members of the Vikings training staff have come out on the field to
2: uh, chat with the the quarterback who used to be the backup, but now he's the starter. I was so excited, for better or worse. It could be great, it could be awful. I was excited to see Jaron Hall take the reins of this offense with a full week of preparation and, and see what the kid has, but he suffers a concussion on his second series yesterday and he's forced out of the mix from that play and the Vikings are then forced to settle for a field goal from the one yard line because they're still trying to scramble and like hey Joshua Dobbs we did not intend on you playing today now we gotta get you ready to handle the offense Uh, it's 3-3 with about two minutes left in the first quarter Vikings defense does their job they force a punt from the Falcons and now we're, we're seeing Joshua Dobbs Plays all those games for the Cardinals earlier this year. Career backup is Joshua Dobbs. Brought to the Vikings via trade on Tuesday. And as I mentioned earlier, jokingly but kind of seriously, he doesn't know everybody's name. He hasn't taken snaps from Garrett Bradbury yet. Cadence in terms of calling the plays at the line, getting everything organized. This is all new. This is all on the fly and it started off a little bumpy third
1: and 12 from his own five in a tie game dobbs takes the snap he's looking out to the left from the end zone steps up and it's a safety the falcons have trapped josh dobbs in the end zone for a safety and have take the braves have taken a five three lead over the twins
2: (laughs) yes weird score five three falcons early second quarter and the safety means now the vikings have to actually punt the ball back to the falcons so the falcons go on offense they have a 10-play drive. Cam Bynum nearly had a pick on this drive, by the way. Couldn't close on it. Taylor Heineke is going to give you one or two balls every single game, and you need to take those. Now, we did later, but early on, an opportunity to keep points off the board. Uh, Falcons go up 8-3 after another Youngway Way field goal about midway through the second. Now, second opportunity for Josh Dobbs in this Vikings offense. You heard bumpy before, and it only got rockier this time. Dobbs on a deep drop, protected okay. Now he scoots away
1: from the pressure, and he looks to throw the Didn't ball, and he it came that. out, and it's picked up by Lorenzo Carter inside the 10 to the 5, stopped at the 3-yard line. So the Vikings have lost another fumble. The Vikings now have lost
2: 11 fumbles this year.
1: The fumble, the defense,
3: First
2: down and Yeah, fumbles have been a problem for Josh Dobbs. Half the season with the Arizona Cardinals earlier this year, he had eight lost fumbles. And in just his second possession in purple, he's got one under his belt now for us. So Falcons take over. It's first and goal at the one-yard line and they have some self-destruction to them. Atlanta does. They immediately get a false start. It's Chris Lindstrom. Now they're backed up to the six-yard line. And props to the defense yesterday, keeping the Falcons to field goals instead of touchdowns. You see the final scoreline, 31-28, high-scoring game. But the defense stood tall in a few spots, including this one. They keep the Falcons to a Young wave who field goal inside the five, and it's 11-3 to late stages of the first half. Now, Vikings ball, they're taking over. They need they it's just a one score game believe it or not as weird as this thing's already been they go on a 13 play 75 yard drive to close the gap and it doesn't happen without our new QB Joshua Dobbs making plays like this this is 3rd and 10 from the Falcons 13, trailing by 8 deep in the
1: first half, led by Josh Dobbs, who takes the Bradbury snap. Here's a big blitz, and Dobbs is able to get away from the blitzer. Sprints out right. Now he gets to the 20, to the 15, to the 10. Excellent block by Cam Akers, and Dobbs is inside the 5! Well done, Cam Akers! I mean, I know it's Dobbs doing all the running, and the elusive nature of the quarterback leads to an 11-yard first down run. How about Cam Akers with the
2: assist. It was a great block by Cam Akers, who sadly would leave the game later on with a devastating season-ending Achilles injury, but he was in the game there making plays, and Alexander Madison catches a touchdown pass. Christian Jackson in motion to the right. K.J. Osborne out of the
1: game. Dobbs under center, trailing 11-3 play action. Boots out to the right. He's looking for Madison. He found Madison. Touchdown!
2: That touchdown comes with less than a minute to go in the half, and after the extra point, a lot of people wishing they would have went for two. But the extra point makes it 11 to 10 in favor of the Falcons at halftime. Vikings excited, Vikings fans excited. I know I'm sure the coaching staff was in the locker room trying to continue to give that crash course to joshua dobbs on the offense but vikings fans are like all this stuff is happening we got injuries kj osborne leaves with a concussion as well i mentioned cam akers who would leave earlier with an even more significant injury this team is hurting and somehow they are very much still in the mix with an opportunity to beat the atlanta falcons but in yesterday all the cool stuff that you're going to get to hear joshua dobbs doing on the field that came with some of the less perfect moments, including first possession of the second half. It is another fumble lost by Joshua Dobbs, giving the Falcons the ball. Uh, Youngway Koo with another field goal on the day after the Vikings' defense stands tall. and That's kind of how the third quarter started. You get the fumble from Dobbs, then both teams exchange field goals. The Vikings go on an eight-play, 61-yard drive. Takes about four or five minutes off the clock. So midway through the third, it is 14-13, so not a lot has changed there. But then, every once in a while with this defense and Brian Flores and how good everything's been going with that defense, when you blitz, well, sometimes you can get caught, and Jonu Smith caught him. And uh, for Atlanta, six penalties, 42 yards. Heineke, back
1: to pass, throws right, caught Johnu Smith, 50-40.
2: The Falcons have taken a 20-13 lead. Extra point makes it 21-13 with just under seven minutes to go in the third quarter. Getting a little sweaty now. Vikings offense responds with a three and out, so you're starting to count the clock. These weird up-and-down Falcons have an eight-point advantage, and you got Joshua Dobbs still trying to figure out what you actually got in him, and that's where you stand. But Vikings defense, Caleb Evans, very first play of the ensuing Falcons possession after the punt. Punches that ball out. Josh Metellus recovers it. And one thing this team's been really good at doing over this four game win streak is turning turnovers into touchdowns. And that's exactly what they do. Josh Dobbs goes out of the shotgun, puts
1: Brandon Powell in motion. Four receivers. Dobbs looks left, shakes the shoulders, gets away from the pressure right, pumps on a Falcons linebacker, shakes the tackle to 15 10. Touchdown! Josh Dobbs! Let's go! 19 Atlanta. It's an 18-yard touchdown run by
2: the new kid in town,
1: Josh Dobbs.
2: Turnovers into touchdowns. The athleticism of Josh Dobbs to cap off that six-play 40-yard drive. Looking at the two-point conversion, it's Tristan Jackson in the end zone for the two. And it's 21-21, with just a couple minutes to go in the third quarter. Now it's the defense's turn. Let's force a punt. Let's get the Vikings offense back on the field, keep this train moving, and take the lead. But forget the punt. How about Byron Murphy just takes one away from Taylor Heineke? John U. Smith in motion to the right. Heineke back to pass. Interception! There
1: it is! We knew it was coming. Byron Murphy turns it up to the 30. Far side 25. He's out of bounds at the 22-yard line. And the Minnesota Vikings in a game tied at 21 have all The momentum
2: on this midnight train to Georgia. Vikings ball deep in Atlanta territory but the offense gets stuck. Cam Akers with a nice play to move the chains. Gets him inside of the red zone but then once again not only is he hurt on this possession but they are left with another Greg Joseph field goal. 14 minutes 18 seconds left on the clock. Greg Joseph good from 31 yards and the Vikings have their lead 24-21. Now, fourth quarter, teams exchange a couple of punts. But then this was a moment where, at some point, you thought the Falcons might be able to pull away. They went on a 13-play, 79-yard drive, took seven minutes off the clock. And right around the two-minute warning, the Falcons grab the lead back. Second and goal from the five for the Atlanta Falcons. Offset I left behind.
1: keep back to Algeria's room inside the five. grinds his way into the end zone. Touchdown
2: at Atlanta Falcons. It is Tyler Algier with his third touchdown this season. And now it's 28-24 Falcons. Just over two minutes to go. Vikings have two timeouts left. They have to drive and score a touchdown to win this one with Joshua Dobbs. Well, how does it all play out? How about 11 plays, 75 yards that included moments like this from rookie Jordan Addison? Josh Dobbs with two receivers left and right. Madison to his right. Four-man rush. Dobbs steps
1: up. He's going to fire right and caught! at the 35 by
2: Jordan Addison right next to the sideline right on Jeffrey Okuda One of the more gorgeous sideline toe-tapping catches you're going to see from anybody more or less the USC rookie in his seven touchdowns in his first eight and now nine games with the purple big play by Addison but the the moment of the game prior to the go-ahead touchdown was a fourth and seven and once again Joshua Dobbs finding his legs, his feet And his will to win carrying him across the finish line. On fourth and seven, Atlanta blitzes. Dobbs, he's gonna be hit as he throws.
1: Can he get away from it? Yes, he does. Now he runs out to the right. Look at the 35! First First down! 25 20! Dobbs grinding to the 10! And he got out of bounds! Holy cow, with this, Josh Dobbs!
2: And a couple plays later, need to get into the end zone. Clock ticking down, time running out. He finds the former Falcon. 11th play of a
1: 69-yard possession. Dobbs back to pass on third down. He stays in the pocket, fires to the end zone. Touchdown!
2: to go 31 28 vikings and the falcons get the ball back waning moments of the game heineke heaves it to nobody and the game is over vikings win their fourth consecutive game joshua dobbs elevated to legend slash superhero status for what he was able to do including bringing that offense the vikings on an 11 play game winning touchdown drive Uh, Next segment, as I mentioned, you'll hear from Kevin O'Connell with some updates, not only on injuries, but uh, but some thoughts on yesterday and thoughts moving forward. Before we go to the break, though, I I do want to remind you about the Friday Feast. You can join PA in charge at the Blaine Buffalo Wild Wings this Friday. It's in Blaine from 9 to noon. It's Friday Football Feast, always presented by Coors Light. Food and drink specials and a chance to win Vikings tickets and more. Vikings.com slash BWW for full schedule and details. Vikings Rewind brought to you by Omni Viking Lakes continues next on KFAN and the Minnesota Vikings Radio.
0: Hold up. I'm eating breakfast right now and you need to hear about this. Have you ever tried Daily Harvest? My mind is literally blown. I'm enjoying a strawberry peach smoothie made with strawberries, peaches, goji berries, raspberries and gluten free oats. Wow, just wow. It's a fruit explosion. I also got this oat bowl from Daily Harvest. So delicious. There's real fruit in here and even some veggies. It's not freeze dried or artificially flavored. (laughs) Sorry, I just can't believe how delicious everything is. I want to start every morning like this. Daily Harvest meals are quick, nourishing and so flipping good. They're made of sustainably sourced fruits and veggies and delivered right to my door. You got to get in on this. Go to dailyharvest.com and enter promo code HARVEST for up to $65 off your first order. That's dailyharvest.com promo code HARVEST for up to $65 off. Again, dailyharvest.com promo code HARVEST for up to $65 off.
2: FAN, The Fan. Join Mike Mussman tomorrow night for Vikings Country. It's at the Apple Valley Legion, and it features Vikings pass rusher Patrick Jones. It's Salute to Service Week. So Muss, Patrick Jones, Apple Valley Legion at 5.30 p.m. And it's brought to you... By Miller Lite, you can win great prizes, including tickets to the Miller Lite Lounge at U.S. Bank Stadium. So go to vikings.com slash Country for more info and a full schedule. That's Vikings Country. This is Vikings Rewind, uh, brought to you by Omni Viking Lakes. And I got too excited last segment, talking about the game, playing a bunch of cool highlights, that I didn't leave a ton of time for the Kevin O'Connell press conference from earlier today. So here's KOC, offered some injury updates. You heard about the Achilles injury ending the season of Cam Akers. Uh, here's KOC on some other
3: updates. KJ Osborne and Jaron Hall are both in the concussion protocol, uh, so don't want to get into you know the details of symptoms and all those things. We'll allow the medical professionals to help kind of guide the week for both of those guys um, and, and and what their availab- availability looks like, kind of moving forward. Will totally be deemed you know in in you know as far as progressing through that protocol and what's in their best interest. Uh, Medically, Um, and then CD and BA, both guys that kind of weren't available to us yesterday. Um, You know, they'll probably be limited throughout the week, and we'll see how they progress, hopefully, uh, to get into a place where we have both those guys. And then TJ Hawkinson uh, did, you know, kind of sustain a rib, you know, rib midsection kind of injury there, battled through it, Uh, unbelievable toughness, and and, and he'll be limited throughout the week, but, uh, you know, hopefully we can progress him to have him available as well.
2: Yeah, but did Cam uh, tear the same Achilles he tore a couple years?
3: ago? Uh, no, no. It's I believe it's the other one. Uh, what are your plans, knowing that the Jaron's in concussion protocol for quarterback to start this week, and also as the backup? Yeah, you know, just knowing that Jaron's going to be progressing through and, and coming off of Josh's performance performance yesterday, uh, you know, we'll go into it. You know, with uh, you know making sure we get Josh all the reps to start the football game. Um, While also, you know, we'll work through what that looks like. Nick Mullins is progressing really well. I do not know yet, uh, you know, uh, as far as when we'll open or when we'll potentially open his window and activate him back uh, to help us in some capacity. And and then we do have Sean Mannion on the practice squad who would be um, an option for us to elevate as well. So we'll see how Jaron works through it. I want to do what's best for him uh, long term. And at the same time, make sure that we're ready to go uh, for Sunday. You're not looking to bring another quarterback in again. Yeah, as of right now, um, you know, unless unless that quarterback could be me. Um, I, I, you know, as far as the, uh, you know, the amount of time and energy we'll we'll now put into, you know, making sure that uh, you know Josh is ready to roll. Thought what he did was remarkable, um, but there's a lot of things that. Uh, You know, we'll coach him through and get him a little bit more comfortable in what we do. Um, And like I said, Jaron will work through it. We'll. we'll, Sean Mannion has always been, you know, ready mentally to, to go take on the whole game plan. Sean's been phenomenal since we brought him back in the room with the guys. Um, and, and Nick Mullins has been in there every single day, you know, regardless of his injury. He's been progressing physically, but mentally, he's been all in um, this whole entire time. Kevin, what does the the process look like with Josh now that you've kind of gotten through the first week and he learned what's on the call sheet?
1: Do you yeah. go back and do a, a larger install with him, or how do you handle that?
3: Yeah, I don't. I, you know, I don't know if it'll be a larger install, but I think we'll figure out what you know types of concepts and schemes and and how we want to marry everything together. We'll figure out what that looks like and then install that game plan. And then there'll be things that we'll want to make sure. There were some things that came up in the game where, you know, reactions to a situation or how I wanted to go fast in certain times. Um, You know, I just needed him to say the words, and then I could explain what they meant after that. Um, a couple times and uh, he handled that with a ton of grace and, and execution so now we'll kind of go back in and fill in some of those gaps and, and try to help him out a little bit more um, but I think the best thing about what happened yesterday is uh, he can be very confident in this offense with the players and, and, and people, other people in the huddle with him uh, that he can just progress from here and just continue to stack one day at a time and get more and more comfortable with everything we're asking of him and, and uh, you know we can shape a game plan around what he does best, and which are a lot of really good things. So it's going to be exciting for our coaching staff and, and getting to spend a little bit more time with him and uh, him around his teammates, learning everybody's names and making sure uh, you know, he's ready to go.
1: Justin Jefferson's status, do you expect him back? Or yeah, back?
3: we're working through that. Uh, you know, Justin has done a phenomenal job in his rehab. He's still been a part of meetings. He's mentally in it. Um, we'll see as far as i'll give you guys an update on wednesday as far as uh where he's at um you know we're still working through that and, and it's possible we will open up his window on wednesday but we're going to do you know what's best for justin and make sure that we're you know doing everything responsibly to make sure that uh, when justin does return um he can be the justin jefferson we all know and, and expect to see out there and, and uh, i just credit him for how he's worked through it and through this whole process
2: there's a snippet of the head coach kevin o'connell addressing the media earlier today catch the entire presser just go to vikings.com to watch it it wraps up vikings rewind presented by omni viking lakes where you can rediscover fun again at omni viking lakes hotel playlist is endless they're just steps from the vikings headquarters and training facility book online today go to omnihotelscom hotels.com viking lakes the vikings are five and four they've won four consecutive Feels like everybody's hurt, and at every turn, something weird or bad happens, but then something good meets it right in the middle. This team is very much in the middle, in the thick of the NFC playoff race, and next up, they get to host the hated New Orleans Saints. And we're your home for Vikings football. We're going to cover it from top to bottom from now up to the boom Sunday at noon right here on The Fan. I'm Nordo. Thanks for listening. When you do, this has been KFAN and the Minnesota Vikings Radio Network.
0: Our daughter, Jessie, loves playing detective. A clue.
1: But since we discovered she has sensitive skin, we've been playing detective, too.
0: We thought the problem was our puppy.
1: But it was actually our old detergent.
0: Uh Aha.
1: So we switched to Tide Free and Gentle. Tide cleans better than the leading competitive free detergent, and it doesn't leave behind irritating residues.
0: Plus, Tide Free and Gentle has no dyes or perfumes, so it's gentle on her skin. Case closed.
2: If it's got to be clean, it's got to be Tide Free and Gentle.